I'm Carrie. And I'm Diana. And you're listening to Fiction Kitchen, where we're cooking with inspiration from our favorite books, movies, and TV. Today we are talking about Disney's new movie, Moana. So I'm sitting here as I usually do, um, with my tea and my face mask. I'm into these like Korean sheet masks. Um, so I tried to pair them up with this movie. So I've got this like toasted coconut tea, and my sheet mask is oh. black pearl, which is kind of a stretch, but not really. I mean, it's like, oh, yeah. that's good. A pearl that's been taken over by the nothingness. <laughs> so. What? Yeah. Which there really lies. <laughs> from, from our world. That's right. My rice got taken over by the nothingness, and I'll talk about that later. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So, wait, so you're recording right now with a mask on? Yes. <laughs> sipping and sipping tea. See, I have, I'm getting this visual now. <laughs> yeah, we don't record with the with the Skype camera on. We record over Skype, but not with the camera on. Yeah. Wait, I I actually got, um, I think I might have a mask. I have, I've never done one before. I know, I, I saw you signed up for that, that, like, kira, um, kira that crate. Japanese crate or whatever. Yeah. All right, Dude. you gotta put your sheet mask okay, on. Next we can time, sheet mask together. <laughs> yeah, next time, let me know if you're gonna put a mask on while you're recording. I probably I'll, will. I'll do I do lots of masks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be like, "This is weird." <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> well, it's hard no, if you don't get one of the super clean. Okay, yeah. Here's mask talk. Yeah, if you don't get one of the super <laughs> clingy ones, it's hard to talk with it on. So, like, not all brands are gonna work for that. But whatever, we'll talk about this off air. I'm sure everyone's you know, interested in my be beauty awesome. routine. Um, yeah. So we're talking yeah. about Moana, which I'm so Moana. excited to talk she's about. She's beautiful. Oh, she's gorgeous. She probably does like a Polynesian whatever with her every night. Frangipani. In her hair, yeah, <laughs> which actually was is not accurate for the time period. Oh no! But but they decided to put it there because it's a little splash of color. Yeah, some, some, it was beautiful. Little something, something accessory. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't looking at this for like historical accuracy. No, I know, but but, the, but a lot of people were. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah, later. yeah, we'll talk all it's about really it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, it was a great movie. I'm excited to talk about it. Um, but first, let's do Tasty Time, where we talk about what's going on in fiction food. Tasty Time! Alright, so just a couple things. We're going to start making these announcements up front. I've probably already said that, but, you know, lots of people in the fiction food community have monthly events going on. Um, so this, this episode will come out in December. I can't believe it's December already. No. <laughs> oh my what's God. What's happening? Ugh. So anyway, but, but the um, December Fandom Foodies um, theme is Narnia, hosted Narnia. by Alice, Allison's Wonderland Recipes. Um, hashtag Aslan's Feast. Oh, I didn't see the hashtag. I like that. Aslan's Feast. I, I came up with it. Oh. <laughs> Good on you. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. I wonder. I wondered how far we'd get into this before you started singing. I know. I, I, it's it's not coming out of my head. I don't. Yeah. It's very catchy. <laughs> yes. Okay. So hashtag Aslan's Feast. Nice. So as, as you will recall, um, Fiction Kitchens listeners, um, that was one of our first episodes. We did that yeah. like really early on. So we'll probably like have to revisit that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my kids kids book club is. Um, that's our theme oh, fun. for December as well. So nice. I'm going to be making a huge crock pot of the White Witch's uh, white chocolate oh, that... drink. Well, that's my interpretation of it. That's yeah, all I've got, but, yeah, yeah. 
So I remember you made that. It looked delicious, and it's perfect for December, sipping in yeah. front of the Christmas tree. Um, okay. Let's see. The Food and <laughs> Flicks um, movie of the month will be Krampus, which I'm excited. It's a horror comedy. As you know, I've gotten like super into horror. Um, I haven't seen I haven't seen this movie yet, and I've actually been saving it for Christmas time. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to watch it and figure out something to cook for it. Um, mm-hmm. And one I haven't mentioned before is Coffee and Casseroles hosts a um, a monthly vampire book and a movie challenge. And so it's not like purely food related, but I've participated before and done a recipe for it. Um, so mm-hmm. that that's like an option. And the December book and movie is the book is Dracula, and um, Bram Stoker's Dracula is the movie. So, that's what's going on. And something else wonderful that's going on. Rosa over at Gingerbread Sagas uh, is having a gingerbread contest. So, you can go. It's it's happening now, and it ends on December 18th. Uh, You just email her. So, you can get the information on her. If you go to gingerbreadsagas.com and go to her blog... She has all the info. Um, so it's like people constructing houses and scenes and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't even. Plan? Yeah, like scene. So, so I've uh, mentioned Rosa before on Tasty Time, but yeah, she does these really awesome uh, scenes from movies or books uh, made out of gingerbread. So, like little gingerbread people and backgrounds and things, like really, really cool. And so she's hosting a contest. Um, for yeah, people to do something similar to that. So it can be a house. It doesn't have to be a house. It can be a scene from pop culture or you know books or something. Or it can be something completely original. Um, so there's going to be a few different categories. Like one, the Sherlock, based on superior baking and construction skills. <laughs> so basically, like what Sherlock is, the crime solving you will do to gingerbread building. <laughs> And then there's the Mabel from Gravity Falls, which is just, like, immense creativity. <laughs> and uh, and then the Marauder, which is, like, the funny entry, like, the most um, comedic or just oh, nice. uh, entertaining entry. Um, and then another one for a random, just a, a random drawing. Um, Wild card. For, yeah. And so, and the... Um, so the random drawing is you win a set of uh, special cookie cutters, and then the the main three um, categories you get um, an Etsy, like an international um, digital gift card for Etsy, Etsy gifts. Oh, so nice. like ha- handmade, any kind of handmade gifts you you know want. So yeah. Well, how fun! Very. I don't very know cool. if I'll participate. Um, That'll be fun to see. I know, yeah, but I'll definitely check back and like see like what kind yeah. of stuff people have put together because that sounds amazing. Yeah, we need to make sure. Well, she um, she'll probably share it on Fandom Foodies because that'll be cool to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, my regular uh, tasty time though is the Adventure Time Cookbook. Oh, fun! That just came out on November 29th, and it's the official cookbook. Oh, okay, so it's like. Yeah, so a, year, a few years ago, there was an unofficial cookbook uh, called Eating Ooh, which Ooh is the land, that they, they, the setting for Adventure Time. Um, but this one is the official Adventure Time cookbook. It looks 
really awesome. Um, it's by Chef, Veteran Chef, um, I don't, Veteran, I don't really know. Anyway, he's been like in in the biz for like 13 years or something. Okay. Anyway, Jordan, yeah, that sounds like Jordan, a Jordan Grosser, G-R-O-S-S-E-R. Um, and so, yeah, like if you go on Amazon, uh, you can see they have a bunch of um, pictures in of the inside of the book. So um, there are illustrations. It's the text is kind of set up in like a... A journal kind of way which is really cool um, and then there are also professional photographs and so it's really nice really nicely done like I super want it but it's like so close to Christmas I'm like I shouldn't buy it for myself <laughs> but anyway Amazon gift card come to me <laughs> and then I will buy this book yeah that sounds but, fun yeah, yeah it looks, so it's food from, yeah, just all through the seasons. It's probably not super, I don't know how many pages it is, so I don't know if they have, like, every single, you know, there's, like, a ton of food in the show, but I bet it doesn't say, like, how many recipes. I don't see it okay. listed in the description, but I'm sure it's a nice chunk. Yeah, if it's just recipes. highlights, or if it's supposed yeah. to be, like, comprehensive. <laughs> yeah, that would be a tone, quite a tone. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Nice. Um, mine is also a book, but it is a novel by um, Monica Bidet, who um, was previously, and maybe still is, uh, a cookbook author. And she has started writing fiction. I think this is her second book, I believe. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but yeah, she she's written like a ton of um Indian food cookbooks and I've followed her for years like she like when I first started learning how to cook Indian food like she was like seminal to my um yes. I guess study of it or whatever I have several of her cookbooks I've made a ton of her recipes I've followed her online you know um and then she started writing novels and so I guess maybe last month um through um Heather from All Roads Lead to the Kitchen um uh, she was hooking up um uh, food bloggers who wanted to read and review her book. And I'm like, I do because I love her. Um, so I haven't read the book yet. I'm kind of behind. But the book um, seems really interesting. It's about, um, let's see, I've got the description right here. It's about a character named um, Ishan who was raised by Buddhist monks in Delhi and after his mother's untimely and tragic death, Ishan sets out on the challenge quest to feed and nurse the hungry so they do not have to suffer, suffer her fate. A sliver of hope appears in the form of a local TV cooking competition. Winning would offer the solution to all his problems, money for his mission, and the chance to impress the girl he loves. But to win this competition, Ishan first must face a secret that has the potential to destroy his life and his dreams. So what? it seems pretty interesting. Like you know, what's it called? Um. Oh, I didn't even get the title. Sorry. It's called Karma and the Art of Butter Chicken. What? And she's got a companion cookbook that goes with it. So oh I'm sure, gosh. like all the recipes that he cooks in the cooking competition, she's got recipes, actual recipes chicken. for. Him. Yeah, also. me too. Ooh. So yeah, like I said, I need to read the book, but I'm sure it'll be wonderful. Um, and I'm really excited to read it. So like normally we talk about like cookbooks that come from like different um, books or shows or whatever. This is kind of the reverse. Like she was a cookbook author yeah. to begin with, and now she's got a piece of fiction, heavily rooted in food. So I'm excited to read it. 
Yeah, so let's get into Moana. Moana. Which Do you know what Moana means? I don't. What does it mean? It means ocean. Oh, that's basically that's perfectly ocean. fitting. The ocean yeah. is her friend. <laughs> nice. I took my kids to see it this weekend, and they loved it. I loved it. Um, yeah, we had a good theater going experience. Um, yeah, I cried at the end of the movie because I'm an. Uh, I don't know. Like Disney movies get me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're totally fine. I cried a few times. Okay, good. Like, just, uh, yeah, it was like tears. very. Yeah, just. Yeah, I'm like it's dark in here. It's fine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm like looking around to make sure nobody can hear me. Still. <laughs> so I yeah. Got cold. <laughs> but it was fantastic. Like I loved the character, um, and like we were saying earlier, I, I feel like, you know, just just from what I've seen that, um, like Disney put a lot of effort into, um, you know. Uh, reading up on the culture and trying to get things right and, you yeah. know, consulting with, with well, so people. Two, white, and... two, like, old white dudes who came up with the idea for the movie and pitched it. And John Lasseter's like, uh, go and do some research. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I like it, but you need to do... And so, the Oceanic Trust, Story Trust, was formed. Oh, okay. So, they are who we have to thank for... The authenticity of the film, which is very cool, because yeah, it's like, because I like I'm I write like I think of stories and stuff, but that's always, you know, it's like if I want to write about other cultures or something, how do, you know, but you you basically yeah, you want to do it sensitively get, and yeah. informatively, yeah. Same. So you have people help you. Yeah, exactly. You gotta <laughs> like, you gotta go to these ding people. dong. <laughs> Because well, in the past, Disney hasn't always done that, no. and so yeah, you've got there some are really some like, yeah, films like <laughs> Pocahontas, you know, oh like films that are Aladdin, yeah, terrible, yeah. yeah. Well, and these dudes did Aladdin; they did Little Mermaid and Aladdin, okay. and something else. Yeah, Aladdin's maybe. got some pretty egregious stuff in it, but yeah. And so, good <laughs> well, job, like John Lasseter is like, do research, make sure, you know. Well, it seems, so, it seems like they really yeah. tried to, you know, maybe not like 100% because I have seen some stuff coming out of the community, but it seems like they tried to, and I, I appreciate like all the voice actors they got um, were were yeah. from that community. and yeah. Well, and I, and I also think some of the things, um, like controversy or whatever, even with people who live in um, the South Pacific, like, or are of that descent, like, they... It's even split between them, like right, yeah. It's some not... of the things. So, like the controversy isn't like universal. Yeah, like yeah, people, South Pacific people who all of them like don't like something. It's like some of them are like, no, it's fine, and others are like, no, that's not accurate. But it's like, <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> and nothing I've seen. It doesn't seem like anybody's outraged either. You know, they're like, yeah, yeah. this could be a little bit, you know more whatever but um yeah so uh, in general it seems like they did a pretty good job and, and yeah. people are receiving it well so that that's good that's nice to know yeah um. so yeah so it's the oceanic story trust and yeah so it's basically a group of um representatives from many of the islands in the south pacific um like historians and um what other job titles? I don't know. Like people, like authority figures. <laughs> I can't, I can't, like I'm looking, and I read, I read all these articles about like, 
I can only mem remember some things, but yeah. So, so it's very cool. So the the guys who created now I I should like John Clements. I mean Ron Clements and John Musker. So they like did several research trips down um, to the South Pacific and went island hopping and um, then they that met. That must have been a there. really rough job. <laughs> I know, poor guys. <laughs> um, but they met just so many wonderful people and and like how awesome like that they, you know, and they would call like they could call these people like if they had a question while they were producing the film like. They they could just call them and be like, hey, what do you think about this? Or like, the these this the people of this trust would um, give input freely, you know. Yeah, um, that's great that they can and consult, and consult with them open, along the way. Yeah. yeah. So it's very. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much longer that took, you know, to. You know how how much that may have lengthened the process of creating the film and putting it out, but. So far, Moana has had like awesome, an awesome response to it. Yeah, and, and so I think it's, it's definitely worth, worth it. it to get it right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And even if I mean, like, even if we don't comprehend everything or understand all of the, um, the, the, the truth that's in the film, um, like it still feel it still gives it that feeling of authenticity. Yeah. Like even if we we don't exactly know, like oh that pattern on their clothing is accurate <laughs> to the you know, <laughs> which it is. Like they actually did things. Oh like wow! That. Yeah, that's pretty detailed. That's cool. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like they, this color is the color that they would be wearing for this. You know, or or like, <laughs> and or they wouldn't be wearing those kinds of clothes in this situation. Right. Or, you know, like, yeah. So, but it's but it's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, and like you said, the um, voice actors and um, pe the people behind the scenes and stuff, um, they a lot of them have ties to the South Pacific in some way, either directly or ancestry or mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, even Hey Hey, the voice of Hey Hey, <laughs> the chicken, is Alan Tudyk who was Wash in Firefly, who often wore Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there we go. He's from Texas. But, like... <laughs> I don't know, maybe he has some other connection, too. <laughs> okay, I'm like, is that the... Yeah, that's, that's pretty tenuous at best, but he was an animal with no speaking lines, so okay, that's, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, so Hey Hey was a completely different character. He almost got canned. Well, Hey Hey was always a chicken, I think, but he was more like a patronizing chicken. Well, the way I, I read the vibe I got, I wonder if... And knowing that these guys did Little Mermaid... It almost seemed like Hey Hey was gonna kind of be like a Se Sebastian, um, character. Sebastian character, oh, okay. but maybe a little more like I don't know, rough or so. I don't know, more patronizing. Or, I I don't know. But anyway, I was like, ooh, gross. Like, I'm glad that they changed. Yeah. But then they made I, him like I would not this dumb. It <laughs> <laughs> was like a ridiculously dumb chicken. Like that was pretty funny though. I like. I like. And that. they they're like, but we can't get rid of because they were gonna cut him because he's like. um... You know, and then they made him into, like, the stupid character, and they're like, okay, now we can keep it. <laughs> it's like, really? really? I, like, yeah. That. <laughs> hey, hey. I mean, he did, at one point, 
he did save, like at the end, spoiler, like he saved the jewel, the, the stone, you know. I don't know, like from falling. I don't, yeah, I don't so know. He, he did had, some, he he did some cool of, move. A little bit of plot like, promise, yeah. <laughs> but other otherwise. <laughs> well, anyway. Well, I, I think the character of Moana herself was excellent. Yeah, we should talk about like, she, Yeah, she was adventurous, She, but she still wanted to do the right thing, and um, I loved her relationship with her grandmother. Um, oh, the grandmother was, like, my favorite. Oh, she was the best, yes. Uh, yeah, her, her grandmother was so sweet. Um, yeah, that, that's... Oh, I'm already feeling, feeling And that's feeling also, <laughs> like, in, um, you know, the, the Hero's Quest story, um, story structure, like... The grandma is like the wise person or the mentor to yeah. like guide guide the hero. But also, I like I have this book, this old book um, called Grandmother Stories, and it's all mythology um, from around the world uh, and folk tales um, around the world um, with grandmas, like grandmas in that position. And I meant to look at it before we started recording, but I but I didn't. I forgot. <laughs> but like, I want to see like if there if there's anything kind of. I don't know, similar, but yeah, but it's the idea that she was my favorite character too. I mean, one of my favorite. Well, was she? Yeah, maybe she. Because the whole Ray. What kind of Ray was it? Like a manta, manta ray. A manta ray. That's the only kind of ray in it. <laughs> Stingray. There's, there's stingray, manta ray. There's like all different kinds of rays. But that was beautiful. Yeah, that was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers really for Moana, that. but yeah, the the, the yeah, this is totally grandmother passes yeah. away and but kind of follows along as a. As I read that a, in one of the summaries, actually. Giant stingray, that yeah. Just, I'm like, whoa, okay, let's just put that right <laughs> Yeah, I know, some of the so stuff I've read, in spoiler, pre- like, I didn't read anything beforehand, but then just stuff in prep for this, I've, I've read some stuff that's like, maybe you should leave Yeah, afterwards, I, I didn't read it beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, it was like, you know, like, if you're reading the summary for a book on the back cover, it was like that, and I'm like, what? <laughs> but, oh. yeah, that Oh, was... yeah, sorry, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, maybe we should give a quick synopsis if you haven't seen Moana, but also give a spoiler alert, so if you, you know, we'll try yeah, not to be alert. too crazy, but, you know. Um, yeah, so it's obviously about um, a, a Polynesian girl named Moana. Um, she's the daughter of the, I guess, the... I don't know, the head of the chief. The, is he the she's, chief? I don't know if that's the right word. But. Yeah, she's the daughter of the chief. Okay. Because Ma- Maui makes it a point to be like, princess. She's like, I'm not a princess. Right. I'm the daughter of the chief. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Disney. <laughs> we got okay, it. so she, yeah, she is kind of, and they're kind of trying to train her to be a leader. Um, but they're very, um, her, her father especially wants her to stay on the island, even though she feels this, like, calling out to the sea and she wants to go sailing and um you know she loves boats that you ever since she was a uh like a little baby um the cutest little she was the cutest that. kid yeah so um but then like s- something befalls their little island that like the the coconuts are rotting and there's no fish and so she um finds out that this this myth that her grandmother has been telling her her whole life is actually true, and that this demigod called Maui has stolen the heart of the goddess that's also an island or something like that. So she has to go find him and put the heart back. So she sets <laughs> off on this quest and um, meets this demigod who's voiced by The Rock. <laughs> and is so... Yeah, Dwayne. Yeah, extremely entertaining character. And yeah, just goes off on this quest, and, and, and it's great. So... Did I tell you, I've told you before that I met his stunt double, right? Oh, no, I didn't know that. 
Totally. Super nice. When, when was that? Yeah. And... Years ago. So when I served a mission in California, it was when I, so I had, at two different times I had like a Tongan companion. Um, but yeah, but we, and so we met, I mean, in California there are a lot of um, people from um, the South Pacific. Yeah, um, I imagine. But yeah, so we met the, the Rocks <laughs> stunt double and his family. And they're oh, big fun. dog. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. They're like really nice people. Anyway. Yeah, that's my tiny claim to fame. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it like the Kevin ba- the degrees of Kevin Bacon? Or right, right. That's like... Well, too bad he well, wasn't needed for I shook this the hand being, of a man Being who, animated, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, so originally the movie was going to be about Maui. Oh, really? Yeah. So when when the idea for the movie was first pitched, that's that'd be what it interesting because he is like it would be just like Hercules or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, because but he is the actual myth, you know. So I was like looking into a little bit of yeah. that, and there's completely different stories depending on like yeah. which which Polynesian culture you're looking at. But that's kind of interesting. Like they all have this god, um, sometimes a demigod, yeah. sometimes an actual human, and, and they all have. Um, and he kind of appears differently in each one. Like sometimes and he's, he's like always a, like a trickster. Yeah, in some well, I was way. gonna say yeah. Like he, sometimes he's like a, more of a true hero, and like oftentimes he's more of a trickster. But like this, um, this myth of him using his giant fish hook, which is like a big part of the movie, he used it to pull or a jawbone of his grandmother. Oh, <laughs> I don't think I saw that. That's interesting. <laughs> wow, I'm glad they went with fish hook and not jawbone for the movie. It's yeah. a little more kid friendly. Um, yeah, pull, pull up, um, pull up islands from the ocean, and that's how the islands got there. Yeah, yeah, and so when he sings his song, which you've been singing <laughs> all, all evening, <laughs> yeah, he talks about that. Yeah, yeah which is really cool. So um, because the the voice actress from Moana, uh, I can't remember her name. Aurelie, oh man, I practiced this. Um, Aurelie uh, Carvalho. Yeah, she's a she's adorable. She seems, uh, yeah, when I saw really put together too. I started getting excited for this movie when I saw that she was cast. Like, I, I mean, of course, mm-hmm. nobody knows who she is because. Um, She's like a newcomer or whatever, but when I was watching her little she's YouTube, Hawaiian, yeah. her little YouTube video of her audition, oh. she's adorable. She's like fourteen years old, and yeah, I think she was perfect. Yeah. I love her. I think her. she just turned. Yeah, when she was accepted, it was a few years ago. I think she just turned fifteen. Okay, maybe. And Moana turned sixteen, so they were close in age. Yeah. Um. So she, so she was talking about like when she first you know, was approached for the movie and stuff, um, she was interested because, you know, she grew up with stories about Maui, and she didn't realize that they weren't only Hawaiian stories. Oh, she okay. didn't realize at that time that they were yeah, from all over stories the that spanned Pacific the islands. islands yeah. yeah. And so, and so that's really cool. And so that's like part of what the trust was, is like all these people from different islands, you know, kind of giving input. Um, because in Moana, it's, it's a... It's historical fantasy, I guess. It's it's like, it takes place 2,000 years ago. It takes place 2,000 years ago, and so, like, so it's not one particular island, you know, nation that is represented. It's, like, all of Oceania. That is because it's it's about the voyaging people. Right, yeah, like those... The wayfarers, the wayfinders. 
which which is an ancient art like seafaring art that is was really cool that it's like represented in the film um so yeah so that's really cool that it's you know and and because Mau- like you're saying Maui's mythology is is part of all of those cultures and so it, all the like little bits of that were put in the movie like his different because like um his different like the fish hook is from a couple of cultures but not all of them mm-hmm. and then um and then like oh well one in particular and that has relates to food is about um coconuts like in his song he says that he killed an eel and buried its guts and that's <laughs> and that became coconuts oh, okay <laughs> so that's yeah um, but actually, yeah, in actually the mytho- there was like a lot, a lot of, of little mythology. pieces of that song that I wanted to pick out and like yeah. see where they came from. I <laughs> well, like, I had my little post-it notes in the theater. So oh, no, you're like, like okay, you scribble things guts, down. Guts, coconuts. Yeah. Okay, well, it. and it's in the ending song. I didn't. I, I actually don't. I'm not, I'm not too keen always on at the end of Disney movies how they like. Like a pop, up a pop the, version of the song yeah. It's movie. like meh. I wish they just had more like cultural music that was like really <laughs> powerful. But anyway, um, but in those credits, they mistakenly say snake. Oh, <laughs> and that's not left up to like it. Truly, was an eel. <laughs> it was really an eel. Whoever the singer is for that last song. Anyway. <laughs> that like glaringly stood out to me. I was like, "No, dude, it's an eel, it's not a snake." So <laughs> that's only to me. I think that it bothered me. But yeah, so um, so one of my um Tongan uh, companions, missionary companions, um, she so she was from Tonga, um, and she told me a story about where coconuts came from, and and I realized that so there are a couple different versions. Um, but there's this beautiful, so I really, anyway, I realize it kind of fits in with this, but, um, so the story she told me was that there was, um, this beautiful woman and I can't remember if she said her name was Sina or Hina, but both of those are accurate for, um, different places in the islands. Um, and basically this eel, and the story she told me, this eel fell in love with this beautiful uh, woman, and she was, like, running away from it, but it kept chasing her, and so finally, um, some villagers killed it, and, but, and as it was dying, it said, bury my head, like, that was his last request, and so she did, and then it grew into a coconut tree, and that's why coconuts have those three holes, it's like two oh, eyes and okay. a mouth. Yeah, that's and cool. some like stories further go on to say that yeah if you like put a straw in one hole you know and that I mean that's like you drink out of one of those holes it's like she's kissing the <laughs> it's like oh okay. that's a little weird <laughs> but in, yeah but in some of those stories if it's Hina um, some of the stories Maui is married to Hina and she like keeps getting accosted by this stupid eel like down at the river he like keeps getting his slime on her and stuff and knocking her out <laughs> anyway, so, um, so finally Mali like goes down and kills him, like chops him up with his axe, and then that's where, and the, yeah, like his head, oh, okay. is the coconuts, and but but yeah, but um, so in the movie, they talk a lot about coconuts, like coconuts are a huge deal, and it's very true because, 
um, especially anciently, like in the culture, the co- not only the coconut, the coconuts for food, but all man, like the whole tree it- itself was like they could make so many things out of it, like even clothing and um, so it like textiles and tools and and food and so it was very much like like a sacred item sacred kind of thing so that's why there's a lot of like mythology surrounding it but I thought that was cool that they really incorporated that into the movie yeah definitely like, even in some of the songs such and such a big stuff, part of like... their livelihood and so didn't they talk about like how important the right yeah and then yeah so the like if they're like... well if they're rotting then it's like a huge deal you can see how like that's such an yeah. alarm you know going off so a couple of other things I thought was kind of neat. So the Kakamura, the those little dudes. Oh, the little pirates made out of coconuts? Or yeah. The... They kind of seemed ra- random to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, but but they actually are a part of mythology oh, okay. or I folklore. Yeah, I didn't know if they were a real thing or not, or if they were just kind of like, kind of trying to stretch out the journey or whatever. I know, right? But they, but they actually are also rooted. Oh, in... well, then I like them a lot more. They're, yeah, they were fun. That was a fun scene, anyway. So I, I did, I did like it, regardless. But I like it even more if it's like rooted in. So, so what is that? Yeah. Do, you, do you have the background on that? So, um, whether they were real people or not, like a, that, like a lot. Of, they're they're considered part of mythology or folk tales, um, but actually in different different of the cultures um these so they're like people so it's in one article it talks about like they're basically like the hobbits of the solomon islands (laughs) they're like four about four feet tall and they have like hair covering their bodies and uh, have a weird way of communicating um but in other in other ones they say that they're like spirits like spirits of Melanesia, um, and, but yeah, that there's like under five feet tall. So like, you know, the same about four. So it's like, maybe there were, there was oh, yeah, a group like of actual people, people that lived there. Yeah. And maybe some of this, you know, the legends kind of came up around that or, or it could you know, be completely because weird. some of them are, it's like that they'll kill humans and eat their flesh and, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, but 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 it is a tr- uh, a real thing in at least mythology or the folk tales of the area. Oh. Whether they whether it stems from like actually, yeah. you know real people or not. But yeah, so that so that was interesting they put in, and of course they made it like um, Mad Max esque. <laughs> <laughs> that whole scene that was like put in there for the parents. <laughs> But it was, yeah, it's supposed to be like Mad Max Fury Road, kind of like on the high seas yeah. <laughs> with little coconut dudes. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. fun. Um, some parts of this movie were seriously scary, especially if you have a fear of like mm. open water <laughs> or like the sea at night, yeah. which Moana does not. Even having not sailed, she was just like, I don't know, very brave. Um, but yeah, like the first time she tries to go out and gets completely smashed before she gets far at all because she's on this tiny little boat. That was scary. Yeah, like, that didn't bother her no. at all. She's like, let me just And then, like, when in. she actually takes off in a larger boat, like, she does it at night. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's, like, my worst nightmare. Um, yeah, and yeah. she... 
But she knows that she's been chosen. And she by gets the she gets the abyss, the abyss-like a water. Times. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, it was it was scary. Um, <laughs> she keeps falling off the boat, or or Maui keeps like throwing her off the boat, and then the water's like, yeah, whoop, that was like pretty puts her back down. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, like the open expanse, and I was but like, where? She, the, like they don't show sharks. That confidence. Maui's first... the only shark that they show, right? <laughs> <laughs> like I would have been. I know these are shark infested waters. Oh my gosh! Especially with a chicken all around. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. So, yeah, parts of this were pretty intense, but yeah. I guess I'm glad that they also explained why the dad has like this crazy so fear. Protective yeah, because you'd think like growing up by it, like like sailing would be like, a second a, a second nature to you. But you know they lived on this prosperous island, and you know he his it, and they weren't allowed to go beyond right, the right. So like you know like they had all they needed just in, in the close lagoon or whatever. Um, so. And I guess that's how people are. Like, if you have everything you need in one spot, you really have no need to, um, you know, travel yeah. and be a voyager. So, well, shall we jump into food? Because sure. there was, like, quite a bit of food in this movie. In fact, that, like, kind of drives the plot yeah. in ways. Um, yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like old-time t- tales, which this yeah, is. Yeah, because, I mean... The, remember when we talked about Grimm, it was, like, because of the direness right of the times. yeah like That's your number one consent, concern out. is is food and especially if you're food. um leading yeah. a group of people and have to make sure everyone's fed um mm-hmm. so yeah they, they they start off in this prosperous little island and they've got coconuts they've got fish they've got pork which she eats in front of the little pig her little <laughs> pig friend which was quite insensitive moana Excuse me. I I've got to say, like, well, she does apologize. To right. Him. <laughs> she's like, what did she say? She's like, hmm, that's good pork. And then she's like, oh no, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, because this dude like brings her a little bowl to like taste test because she's the chief, right. dog, the chief in training yeah. or whatever. Which actually is accurate for Samoan culture, ancient. Oh yeah. Women. So I guess that was that there have been female. Oh chiefs. nice. Okay. So. Anyway, just very a little cool. tidbit. Um, one of the Oceanic Story Trust women. Nice, that. very progressive. Made that point. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, like, <laughs> I'm not stuck on Hey Hey, but, so, Hey Hey <laughs> Whatever. And, is it Pua? Wait, what is it? The little pig? Like. Yeah, Pua, I think. Yeah, right? <laughs> this. <laughs> I don't know. So, okay, so Moana has been hailed as the movie that shows Disney, like, after, what, 80 years or whatever, anyway, that Disney has gotten their formula right. That's what people are, um, hailing, what's the word? Are, um, congratulating or praising, there we go. <laughs> I'm like, what's the word? Are praising Moana for is that this is the the ultimate or, like, the the progressed and perfect Disney formula is Moana. And and I, honestly, like, I really enjoyed Moana, but th- that, like, that kind of stood out to me as, like, it felt too, um, a little bit too cookie cutter at some points. Oh, okay. it, was like, even, it even got meta. Your little animal it even friend, got meta yeah. when Maui was, like, 
pointing out, like, all right, like, you're the princess, you've got your animal sidekick, and you're going out, you know, because <laughs> it, it was like, they're, I mean, so in that sense, they were kind of making a comment about themselves. That's <laughs> like, true. I mean, well, the maybe, Disney maybe because they're, they, I don't know what their reasoning was, but maybe because the, like, little animal companions were kind of downplayed, you know, and it really did focus on, um, Moana and Maui, you know, on like actual. Yeah, well, so it maybe because you know, she really didn't have felt cute little, pointless. She did have cute little friends, me. but they were kind of like very much secondary to. They're just in there for merchandising, <laughs> like, or just because that's part of the formula. Like, like Maui said, you have to have like an animal sidekick, but they really felt. I mean, to me, like that kind of took me out of the story for a second. It's like because the little, the, like, I liked the pig. But like he didn't go on yeah, the adventure with Yeah, he got left behind. Her. In fact, I was su- stupid. I was chicken. surprised he didn't come like, along. But actually, you know what? Like I'm kind of glad he didn't. I don't know. I would have been af- afraid for his life. I was not afraid for his <laughs> life. Like, I mean, they even sh- just shoved him up. Yeah, and, like, I thought Hey, shut hey him up in the boat at some point. Much of if the this time. wasn't a kids' movie, then well, Maui hey, wanted hey, to eat for him. sure would have gotten eaten. Yeah, he thought it, he thought Hey, hey was a boat. <laughs> I like that. But snack. like. <laughs> Which, yeah, it's like, that's all you're good for. Hey, hey, but, like, yeah. So, anyway, one of those, that was kind of, that just kind of stood out to me as, like, okay, marketing, or, like, to fit the formula. Yeah, like. I mean, I, 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 anyway, I see what you're saying, but it didn't bother me at all. And, things. actually, as far as marketing goes, they're pretty forgettable, so I don't know that they'll be, like... <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they're, like, on all, like, the images. Oh, okay, maybe. Stick yeah. it, you know, like, as if they're important, but they're actually yeah. not. I guess they just I mean, it was just the scene for... <laughs> she ate a piece of pork and then she's like I had to apologize to the pig like that was pretty much his purpose time to shine. Yeah. and that he survived like he didn't drown when she snuck off the first time yeah oh anyway <laughs> anyway I know I felt I have felt kind of bad because like I did really really enjoy Moana and I want to watch it again but at the same time there were a few things that like just just kind yeah, of so like it wasn't like, the, like per- the perfect meh, movie to you like well I well, but because I, I think that it was trying to be too perfect, yeah. or, like, or something. Well, maybe that's why it got meta. The They're like, we're gonna just formula address that all stood these problems. Out to me. The problem I had with yeah. it was I felt like it was a little bit like meandering. You know, I had trouble following it. Points. I'm like, where are they mm-hmm. going, and why are they going? Because like they they had she had to go here first to get this, and then they had to go from there to get something else, and like you know, so they were like a few different spots, and then like you said, those pirates like came out of nowhere. Um that wasn't, like, part of it, but mm-hmm. just kind of something that happened on their quest. So, like, you know, it was, a, it was a little meandering, but, um... I wonder what the deleted scenes will be. Like, if... But, I mean, usually they delete them because they don't contribute to the cohesion of the right, film. Right, but so. maybe they would have helped with the cohesion. But, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, but yeah, it, was, it wasn't a big issue for me. I was just kind of along for yeah. the ride. And I, like, the emotional core of it was fantastic, you know? Like, I really mm-hmm. appreciated that part and thought it was done well. So, yeah, overall thumbs up from me <laughs> yeah the emotional core thank you grandma Manta. yeah that added like, a lot to it was... <laughs> well and the uh, and the, to- the the very end end like what moana's song when she was oh what is the latest name yeah tafiti well it's tafiti and then also her alternate form which that i thought that was cool at the, the twist at the end yeah, I like, I like that yeah. too. Yeah. Tefiti and Teka. 
that felt pretty natural too. Like I'm not sure if that's like from the mythology, but kind of like a like a two faced god, you know, that's both creation and destruction, you know. Yeah, they're well. So they're both from mythology as like separate goddesses, mm-hmm. I I think. Um, but so it's kind of interesting that they how they combined it, but like two aspects of the same being, like. Yeah. It felt pretty natural. And I like... Because... So there is no villain in... I mean, even... I mean, the maybe the crab dude. Tomato. But, I mean, even... No, I'm even just kidding. He, even he was just kind of doing what he does. <laughs> he, was, he collects crabs. Yeah, you know? he was just doing He wasn't, thing. like, out to destroy everyone. He was just, you know... One, one of his shiny yeah. stuff. Yeah, and, like, it, it's maui that created the whole problem in the first place but he was just being his like trickster self yeah so you're right there wasn't like a like a completely evil person you know and that was interesting too because yeah he is very much a trickster in mythology but he's usually a trickster to deity and he is like a hero to humans Mm -hmm. um and so it was curious because in some of the mythology well, so in the movie, it's that he was born human and then raised by God, like thrown <coughs> out by the humans and raised by gods. Um, yeah, like the reverse. So in some, <laughs> yeah. So in some of the mythology, that is the case, and others, he's you know just totally a god or whatever. But like, so it was interesting that they um, went that route. That he was basically he was trying to, he was doing these things. Like he he wanted to steal the heart and give it to the hu- to humanity to the humans to like gain their love and their appreciate like he so it's basically like everything he does is for acceptance mm-hmm. like so it's so it's interesting because he's like this playful character like sidekick character or whatever but at the heart of it it's very serious so like why he does the things he does because he's trying to you know, like his whole song, "You're welcome," right, yeah. like, like praise me, like I can, yeah, I, yeah. you know, he, like he wants he doesn't praise, have his but it's actually he wants, love. yeah, so he wants to, to get feel approval acceptance from, yeah, and, yeah from somebody, so yeah. That, that was, man, that was kind of interesting. Bring it down to realness. Okay, so this, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm drifting because I've had like all these different thoughts and stuff about the movie, and I no, there's a lot um, going on for sure. Yeah. So they do mention taro root. They do, yeah, which I have never eaten like, before. I realized I'm like, wow, that's like a huge gap in my like. It's, well, have you had like taro smoothies? No, I haven't had anything. Like, I've seen taro tea. chips or um and different yeah. stuff like that, but I don't think I've ever actually had any. I'm not sure. I'm like, I was like racking my brain. I feel like I sh- should have. Yeah. But well, yeah. I'm trying. I was trying to think on like some of the po- ultimate poi or <laughs> something like that. I've never yeah. eaten. Yeah. So. But yeah, I've had taro root, and it totally. So it, what's it like? It's kind of dry for this Palangi's throat, like, <laughs> <laughs> or this Howley's throat. Anyway, um, yeah. So it's it's a root so I mean somewhat similar to okay, potato yeah. I guess but it's like really starchy mm-hmm. and it's like very dry in the middle and so like there are a lot of different ways to prepare it but like bas- like baking it or boiling yeah, it or something it, is, you, know, it, you know having it kind of like potato like potatoes or um, turnips like in that kind of way right. is common 
But yeah, I mean, at least for me, it's always because it's it just feels so it kind of like gets stuck in my throat, or it's just so starchy, <laughs> or like. Anyway, I actually did cook some recently when I was doing doing my Moana food. I might still like I. Well, I'll talk more about it later, I guess. But <laughs> like, yeah, taro. So they only mentioned it. I don't think they actually showed it. I can't remember what the the quote was. I didn't write the quote down. Yeah, I like vaguely remember that. <laughs> Something about taro. <laughs> yeah, taro, coconut, and they talk about coconut leaves. Wait, did they show the coconut leaves with meat inside? Uh, anyway. I feel like they did maybe. at one point, but I'm not, not 100% sure. Yeah. And they showed, so coconuts, like we said, are like a huge deal, um, but also, like, there are a lot of different kinds of coconuts, or, like, stages of coconuts, and so they showed green coconuts and the, like, a more well-known, like, just brown, like, ripe coconuts, so I thought that was kind of cool, too. Yeah. Different varieties. Um, yeah, because I remember one of, um, the, one of my companions, like, loved, I think you call them sugar babies? Maybe I'm thinking of watermelons. But, anyway. Cool. Yeah, never mind. She's probably talking about watermelon. <laughs> Delete that, too. Sorry. So when, um, yeah, anyway. so when Moana goes on her journey, she, like, packs up a bunch of food, and it looks like it's mostly fruit, and, and maybe, like, different varieties mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah, because they have, they show coconuts, of course, and then they show mangoes and bananas. Yeah. In, like, the bundles of, yeah, provisions. So that's what she's living on, on the high seas. Yeah. Lots um, of vitamins, won't get scurvy. I was just, <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, yeah, like, what the, is it, was it any kind of fruit, the whole scurvy thing? Because I always think of, like, limes or lemons. Well, yeah, it's vitamins. It's vitamin like, C, so I think, like. But basically it's vitamin yeah, C, citrus yeah. citrus fruits or whatever, yeah. So, cool. But. Um, yeah, and then Hey Hey <laughs> is the boat snack. Like, Maui, when yeah, Maui, Maui threatens to eat him a couple times. Takes there. the boat. Yeah, he's like, let's fatten you up. And then oh, he, that's like, right, and he gives, gives him, him like, little, little seeds. And <laughs> seeds. Little nuts and yeah. seeds, yeah. And then, yeah, it talks about him being a drumstick. And, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so there's lots, lots of food, but it's all in its, like, most basic form. Um, yeah. So, I think... I'm not sure about at that time period. I mean, maybe a little bit since there was a lot of traveling going on. But, like, nowadays, it's, it's there's lots of influences from lots of different places. Like, there's a lot of East Asian influence in the food. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, other people who, other, like, European cultures that have colonized. And there's, like, a lot of British influence in Samoa that I was reading about. Um, mm-hmm. um, Hawaii has a lot of Japanese influence. Um, etc. So it's just kind of like since it is like um, just built on a culture of travelers, you know, there's like a lot of different influence from a lot of different countries which is cool. Like in my dish I made it's like a Hawaiian dish but it uses um, like Thai curry paste. (laughs) So I really liked, appreciated that it's that the water doesn't divide us the water connects us. Oh, I like it. Is what they're saying. So shall we get into our recipes that we made? Because um, I guess that'll give a little bit more yes. kind of like flavor of, of the 
flavor of the area. I didn't even mean to say it like that, but <laughs> that makes sense. So you were telling me a little bit about, about what you made, so why don't you... All yeah, right. tell us, tell us All about right. yours. So, um, so Tonga. <laughs> so, Lupulu. So I've had the, so I think we, uh, for our Game of Thrones episode, which was like our first one I've talked about, I think I talked about there, like, I took Tongan classes and like, I've had Tongan friends and stuff. Um, and so like, that's where... That's why I've had horse meat before. We talked yeah. about that in Game of Thrones. But also, I, I don't know if I mentioned... Anyway, so, like, um, Lupulu is... It's, it's, like, pork... Well, also, in Lucipi is lamb, but, like, Lupulu is the is pork wrapped in taro leaves. Um, and that's also, like, Lalo uh, pork or, like, Luau uh, food. Um, so it's taro... So there's the taro root, but then um, also the leaves are edible. And it's, they're kind of like, um, greens, like collard greens or mustard greens or that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that is my, that's, so instantly, like, that's what I thought of, um, for this, especially because, like, there is that little scene with the pork. Right. <laughs> <laughs> in the beginning. Um, yeah, and so, yeah, and so, um. So in Lupulu, you put coconut milk with the meat, um, whereas like Lalo pork, you you don't necessarily do that. Man, but, anything um, with coconut. But I milk wanted to do I'm coconut. Board. I love it. Yeah, it's a staple. and also like the cream, the coconut cream that like um, kind of is the solidified yeah. part. Like if you open up a can, yeah, and it's kind of separated of into milk, the, has, the water and the milk. Yeah. Um. So I did make this, uh, so I steamed it, because usually you would put it down in the earth in an emu. Um, so you dug a pit in your backyard, of I course, I right? did, and put some <laughs> hot coals and banana leaves, and, or tea leaves, yeah, so, but no, so I, um, I just used the big steamer, um, and I, but I'm gonna do it again. Like, my husband really enjoyed it, it didn't but quite I turn used, out like you yeah, like, I used, um turnip greens I mean I, I I guess I could have ventured out and found an international market to see if they had yeah, out the taro, taro leaves, leaves. <laughs> or um, so also so it's taro leaves and those are edible and then you would also wrap it in like banana leaves or tea leaves like T-I uh, leaves um, but and then and then you steam it um, but you can also substitute that for aluminum foil <laughs> Which I'm sure you did, right? So, yeah, which is what I did. Well, because also I'm like, yeah, I could go to all these places and like try to find the ex exact ingredients, but then I was like, well, but if I want to share the recipe, I wouldn't expect everyone to like go <laughs> and find like yeah. tomatoes and. I I kind of like striking that balance between doing like super authentic stuff and then also kind of adapting it for the modern kitchen. Like if you had yeah. foil available, sometimes like, I do. You know, try to be really authentic, but yeah. And I so, think it depends like, on what you're going for. Really like well. if you're trying to do a middle yeah. medieval recipe, a medieval way, or if you're just trying to like kind of get the flavor of it. Share it with yeah. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, so yeah. So I, I and the pork turned out so like soft. Nice. I used pork shoulder, um, 
Yeah, and just and wrapped it up and put some of the coconut cream and coconut milk um, and then used some, I actually used some coconut sugar and sea salt Oh, nice. in it as well. Yeah, um, and then it's just super simple and just wrapped them up and, and with the leaves and foil and then placed it in a steamer and, for like four hours on, you know, so just low, like a, on a simmer. Um super soft um but i like i thought the leaves were so again i used like turnip greens and i thought they were kind of bitter yeah and, i think turnip greens but, are but i don't know what tara loose yeah. is supposed to take taste like so i didn't know if that bitterness was supposed to add well, something I, to the dish like it was meant to be or um yeah or if it was it supposed to be bad. like more of a neutral just, flavor i don't know yeah and i can't remember because i i've i'm pretty sure because i've been to like um tongan Tongan luau's before. I mean, a luau is not the word. It's Hawaiian word. But anyway, I've been and and so I assume that I've had because I've helped make lupulu and lucipi before. Yeah, so they were. And and so I'm assuming that maybe they got taro leaves, but I can't remember. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't remember what they t- what like if I've actually tasted yeah. it before. But I read online that at least texture wise, similar that turnip to, greens yeah. are similar. Um, but anyway, so I kind of want to do it again and try, like, you could even use kale. Yeah, well, I was going to say, wanna you want to try could, some other you green. You could use, like, collards, because I think, like, those, I've seen people make wraps with those, you know. Yeah, like, and collard and greens, And I think they're supposed too, to, yeah. like, just the raw collard greens. And they're a little to... thicker, I think. Yeah. How, what did they, I can't, I don't know if I've tasted collard greens before. What is, I mean, I think they have a, have they, you... they have a bitterness, but probably not as much as turnip greens. So, okay, so maybe I, I'll I mean, try maybe bundle try these. Um, and, and so back, and then the taro, like, I would, so I did um, cook up some taro, too, but I kind of, but that was just more like, like a side. So I kind of want to experiment with taro, like, wrapping that up with the meat oh, okay. and coconut juice. Because I'm wondering if, it's, well, the taro would probably soak yeah, up Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, like having something starchy in there might be nice, you know, it's kind of like yeah. a, um, a tamale, you know, you do the pork and the, um, yeah. the uh, masa or whatever, the corn grain um, yeah, in that there that kind of soaks up the pork juice. Yeah, that sounds like it might be good. I don't know if that's something that And I'm wondering do, if, I would, like, if I shredded the taro root and put it, like put that down and then put the meat on top of it and then the coconut milk and maybe even put in a little bit of mango Ooh. like chop you know so yeah, i kind of want to experiment well more flavors you know in like yeah. coconut sugar that's cool and i did order um some liquid smoke and hawaiian salt what's hawaiian salt like special well there's like apparently... a smoky salt like the the kind of gray one it's like red clay Ooh. salt is is kind of is the one I ordered, but there's also lot like black lava salt, which I did not. I didn't get that one, but so I'm wondering if I, I like, like different kinds of salt. Like I like Himalayan salt, you the know, pork. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if I kind of like make a rub and like let the pork sit with the rub for a while, and then or like maybe should I like braise the meat a little bit. And then, so anyway, I just want to experiment different things because the Kahlua pork is, it's not wrapped, but it's like slow cooked basically. Mm-hmm. And that just like kind of falls apart. Um, but I think that has rub or like marinate first and then kind of crisp it 
I'm not sure. Anyway, <laughs> I so there's a lot of experiments yeah, I like still want to do. But I did yeah. make it. Like I did make a preliminary, and it got a thumbs up from my husband. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, so it's not like I haven't done the recipe at all. No, no, <laughs> it just, sounds really like, good. But I, I'm perfected. like that too. Like I'll make something perfectly edible, but then I'll have all these like little ideas of things I want to tweak. You know, so yeah. it sounds like that's what this is. Like it's it's good, but you have got some ideas yeah. to make it even better. So, um, and then serve it with rice. Like traditionally, I think it would be sticky rice, um, but that, you know, you may or may not like the texture, like sweet rice or something. But so you could just do normal rice too. Actually, like when you and I first talked about doing Moana, like I, I thought I would be doing a pineapple boat. Do you remember that? But pineapples actually weren't in the film. I know that's. I noticed that because I know they're like a huge Hawaiian food, you know. But like, yeah, they weren't in the movie. I but guess maybe they just traditionally, like I wonder what the history is now of pineapples. Because hmm. maybe two thousand years ago, who knows? And but anyway, maybe. Um. So like a long time ago, before the movie, you know, there were only rumors of the movie or whatever, and we were talking about um doing a podcast for it. I was like, oh, because they it's like a clue of pork with rice, like in a, a carved out pineapple, like half. And it's a boat. And I was like, oh, cool, because Moana is a girl on a boat. You know, God. <laughs> like, that's all we knew at the time. Um, so I wonder, I wonder, maybe I'll, like, put this all in, like, a little coconut boat. Like, <laughs> I don't know, I'm getting too dorky. But, like, um, but then I also made some coconut cookies, like macaroons. <laughs> Yeah. And then, um, I, mean, I still need to, like, take pictures and stuff, but just do the little Moana, um, spiral wave hand-holding thing, symbol, on top of the, on top of the cookies. Oh, that'd be really like, cute, with yeah. melted chocolate, you know, just really yeah, simple. I like it. But coconut, you no. Know. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. Your turn. <laughs> After I've, like, talked okay, like, talk a whole lot about, like, I, since, um, coconuts and fish featured heavily mm-hmm. and was, like, the whole reason she said on, on her journey, I decided yeah. to try to make something with that. And since I've never met a curry I didn't like, <laughs> I decided to go that route. Um, so I was just, like, looking for recipes online, and I actually found this on, like, a Hawaiian foods, um, site, which, of course, I'll, I'll link to as what inspired it. But, yeah, it's, like, a curry of, um... Mahi mahi, and it's got like some some green and red peppers and some onion, and of course coconut milk, which which ties it all together, which I love. Yeah, I use I use coconut milk a lot. I like using using it in different curries mm-hmm. and stuff, um, and soups and like you know all all kinds of things. Um, yeah, so it turned out really great. I used mahi mahi for my fish, and I served it with forbidden rice. You know, the, the black rice. <laughs> so it looked really pretty in the But that's bowl, like but that lava. Kinda... Like now, it makes me think exactly. of like a lava rock. Or... Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of meant to evoke like both the lava and then also like the decay that was taking over the island yeah. or whatever. It kind of evokes that. So it was for the movie. And yeah, it came out really good. Like I garnished it with like lime and um, toasted coconut, which was nice. So yeah, yeah it was very colorful. Out. The picture you shared on your yeah. Instagram, it was, like, really <laughs> I already pretty. put a picture on my Instagram because I was happy with how it turned out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, very nice. The kids liked it. They gobbled it up. <laughs> your kids are awesome. Yeah, they eat everything pretty much. <laughs> um, let's talk about. Yeah. Our 
fiction food peeps who have shared something or some people. Yeah, I was about to say there's been some very cool yeah. stuff that I've seen online. So for a, for a long time now, um, Koali Pops has That's the one been I was gonna mention first many. He's... he's been super excited for Moana. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and he's he, done several things. Yeah. Yeah. Where now? I, <laughs> now I can't. <laughs> now I can't find. He, but he's like done a whole lot. Like. Well, he's done. Oh, yeah, he's is. done okay. a, do- a doll cake, of course, which is like his his, his staple. But he's also um, he's done some like little okay. um, kind of like Rice Krispie treat boats, or I don't know if they, what they were made out of, but like some kind of um, boats for that. Then most recently, which I don't think he's made a or put a video for yet, but I saw on his Instagram, he made a beautiful cake that's like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like all different color blues. It's supposed to be the ocean, you know. And then he's got like a a boat built on top out of like it looks like those little like purulene straws or whatever. Oh yeah, um, and the little yeah, figure the... of her. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that was so... on because he does some of his videos um, on other channels like recipe oh, channels. Okay. So that might or sometimes he does. Oh, live... okay, might have been for something else. Sometimes he does live shows as well. So it might have been that. But yeah, I, that was really cool what you're talking about. I remember seeing yeah. it. Yeah, so he's done, like, Moana cupcakes. He's done dipped apples um, oh, with, wow, like, the symbol and, um, like, ocean waves, like, blue candy melt ocean waves at the bottom of the apple. He's done cookies, like, cute little character, like, little Moana, and then little Pua the pig. Um, yeah, and you said the crispy treats, like the sail, like little triangles, um, the sail. And, yeah, and he's even done, Mau- like, a big Maui cookie. And you can imagine how detailed that would be, like, with the tattoos. All the tattoos, yeah. yeah. So he's done a ton, so we'll totally link to his items. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been, yeah, a big supporter for Moana and just really sharing his excitement about the movie, like, through his foods, which is really, really cool. Um, and also, O.M. Geary, he has made several bentos. Uh, for Moana and um, every once in a while like Disney Parks uh, will share videos of O.M. Gary uh, of um, Mike wait <laughs> anyway <laughs> I forgot yeah Mikey Mike. <laughs> that's what it says <laughs> yeah um, and so, like, he's so talented, but, um, so one of the ones they shared recently for Disney Parks, that was a YouTube video on how to make the Kakamoras. So it's a little, um, bento, uh, with their little faces, little scary <laughs> oh, faces. Yeah, but he's also done Pua, the pig, um, and he's done some, uh, has he done, I he's done Hey Hey, hey. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so good, like, he's so amazing. Oh, I'm Gary is just amazing with how he... Uh, sculpts these characters in bento form. Um, so yeah, <laughs> definitely check those out. Um, and then Dole Whip <laughs> shared for Moana. They like they shared like before heading to see Moana in theaters. Treat yourself to a do-it-yourself Dole Whip because <laughs> <laughs> Dole Whip is like a huge thing at Disney parks, and so. They, they made, like, a pineapple, banana... Anyway, just, like, a little quick little video on their Twitter that they shared for Moana. 
But I was like, oh, that's a really good idea, too. Like, that would be fun for a party. Make it more coconutty than pineapple y Pineapple y Yeah, coconuts and bananas and throw in some mango. But don't give the mango to Carrie because. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then there are a few drinks. Well, this is like. Um, there's like a Moana inspired fruit punch. There's um, Moana, yeah, another Moana punch for kids. So there's d- different things out there, but there's actually not a ton that I've that I saw. I mean, not yet, or maybe they're still coming. Yeah, maybe but... more will come out. Like a lot yeah. of those were like just from the trailers and stuff, and the movie just came out. So yeah. I, I imagine, like you know, there'll be some more stuff soon. There's the Hey Hey snack plate. Which is like, <laughs> it almost looks like Beaker a little bit <laughs> from the moment. But it's like cheese and some herbs and stuff. It's just like a really cute little snack plate. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll link to all these things. And if we find more, we'll add them. Yeah, along we'll the way. add them to the links, link list. But Yeah, and if you see any, tweet them at us. Yeah. And we'll add at them. At FKPod. Well, yeah, we'll wrap it up, then we'll post our recipes and links to anything we talked about at our website, fictionkitchenpodcast.com. Yep, and you can find us on Twitter, at FKPod, as well as Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook, at Fiction Kitchen Podcast. Next time, we'll be doing a Christmas carol, because it is Christmas time, officially. Something about Christmas goose! Yay! I don't know. (laughs) I don't, I don't know, know if don't either know of this is going to We gotta get our 2017 uh-huh. scheduled down. Yeah, it's, yeah, stay tuned for 2017, guys, because it's going to be hopping. Like, we already have this huge list. We just have to ins- insert them into the, <laughs> what months <laughs> they, they will be in. And what can I say? <laughs> Except, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I think that's a perfect place to end. (laughs) Bye, guys.